but one, I didn't have language for it. I didn't know there was such a thing as actually being a highly sensitive person. So what I was feeling and experiencing, all I registered was I'm different. There's something wrong with me. And I did everything to try to hide it, counteract it, push through it, pretend that wasn't me and to fit in to the best that I can or could. I think this is probably a good place to say that the research shows and states that there's 20% of the world population that is born highly sensitive. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women's CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones. Today's guest is Heather Dominic. She's the founder of businessmiracles.com and creator of the Highly Sensitive Leadership Training Program. For more than a decade, Heather has been training highly sensitive entrepreneurs and leaders to do things differently by working less and making more of a social impact and a higher income. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much, Marisa. I'm so happy to be here. We're going to have a great conversation. I love it. Well, I especially love talk to me about highly sensitive entrepreneurs because I feel like I resonate with it even though I'm not really sure what your perspective is on it so tell me a little bit about what that is yes absolutely so first and foremost highly sensitive is not a phrase coined by me it comes out of research from the 1990s one woman in particular is most well known for the research her name is Dr. Elaine Aaron she's most well known because she wrote the book the highly sensitive person. So what it means in short to be highly sensitive is that you are a person who is born into the world with a nervous system that takes in stimulation at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive. So you can think sight, sound, smell, touch, but also energy, information. Where my work comes in is first and foremost, I didn't know that I was highly sensitive until I was already self-employed for about six to seven years. And at that point, I had brought my business across the million dollar mark for the first time, and I nearly killed myself doing it and thought, oh my gosh, there there has to be something wrong with me. Like, why, why am I... Why am I literally drowning and feel like I'm going to die having created what it is that I said that I wanted? As part of a dark night of the soul, I learned that I was a highly sensitive person. And once I got over the fact that that didn't mean that I was weak, but it just meant that my nervous system processes the world differently, I thought, okay. I can do this, but I'm just going to have to do this business thing in a different way. And from that point forward, I did. And then I started mentoring and training other highly sensitives who also feel called to be self-employed and or leaders. And now it's been over a decade with much success for all of us. 
That's fantastic. So how did you how did you not know you were highly sensitive? There must have been signs that you just didn't recognize before or thought that maybe, you know, I'm sensitive or maybe not even that word, but you you saw it must have had some uh, behaviors or habits or feelings or something, you know, patterns in your life that led to it. Yes, that is such a great question that literally no one has ever asked me. Most people usually ask me that opposite, which is like, how did you know that you were highly sensitive? How did I not know that I was highly sensitive? Of course I knew, right? Like in my heart of hearts, but one, I didn't have language for it. I didn't know there was such a thing as actually being a highly sensitive person. So what I was feeling and experiencing, all I registered was I'm different. There's something wrong with me. And I did everything to try to hide it, counteract it, push through it, pretend that wasn't me and to fit in to the best that I can or could. I think this is probably a good place to say that the research shows and states that there's 20% of the world population that is born highly sensitive. So just from a probability standpoint, anyone who is highly sensitive tends to feel like the odd one out right? If you think like one in five of us, and that really contributes to the experience that I had, which is I must be a freak. I can't let anyone else know about this. And I have to do whatever I can to try to pretend that this isn't who I am. Did your, did your parents know, like, did your parents, like growing up, cause you, you recognize it. Did your parents like understand that you were different at all? I would say yes and no. The yes part was my sensitivity was definitely um, supported, right? Like just the the aspects that I now refer to in my work as our highly sensitive strengths, such as being very intuitive, being very creative, being a deep listener, deep thinker, deep feeler. My parents definitely knew that was part of who I was. And again, they encouraged encouraged that part. But in the same way that I didn't have that language, they didn't have that language, right? So there wasn't the support of like, oh, how do you help cultivate this for, you know, for a child to have it be something that can work for you rather than work against you? Right. And it's, you know, I, I totally relate to what you were saying, not that I am sensitive that way, but some of the things that you described when you were growing up, I can relate to with my son. So I have two boys, they're 18 and 21. And it was really difficult when I was with them, raising them because they were complete opposites. So I had one son who all year round, even in the snow was shorts, t-shirts, everything he had to touch, everything he had to mouth. He, even as, as he was always chewing on his shirt, even as a, you know, a, a middle schooler or high school, like, everything he couldn't get enough of the world right Mm -hmm. he had to just embrace it and touch and just everything was extreme and then you know music had to be extra loud and everything had to just be you know over the top then I had my younger son 
who was completely the opposite. Like he literally wore flannel pajamas under his clothes until the eighth grade. Like he, everything, he couldn't walk into a public bathroom. It was too loud for him. We couldn't go to a movie theater. The music was too loud. We couldn't, um, you know, he couldn't touch crayons. Like he would get in trouble. I had, I'd had to convince the teachers to have him use markers or pens because he wouldn't touch crayons because he didn't like the way they felt. And so everything to him, and now that he's older, um, you know, they they would always say, oh, they're AD, ADD, right? And it's like, no, they're not ADD. They're sensitive. There's a difference. And yeah. um, and so they, they didn't really know how to treat it. You know, it was like there was nothing to treat, except I would have to, I was constantly trying to convince the teachers to change how they operate with my own kids. And it was really hard. Um, but now that it's older, you know, my son, you know, he talks about it. He's like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for him to speak out. He always feels different. He always feels like, you know, he's, he's an introvert, whereas my other son is an extrovert. And then I'm completely opposite. And they know, uh, you know, I'm highly sensitive where I'm empathic. And I have a lot of experiences with spirits and entities and things that kind of just show up. And, um, and so we all have our different <laughs> types of being sensitive and it's, you know, it does impact you and it does impact your life. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes. I don't know your younger son's name, but whatever his name is, I get you. Joey, I, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey, you and me, I totally get you. And I think that's, what's most important. What you ended with is that not everyone is the same. So that was definitely my experience when I would, you know, attend trainings about how to be successfully self-employed. I would hire coaches. I would join masterminds and and yet everyone that was in those trainings, in those coaching programs, in those masterminds was treated as if they were all the same. And there was also messaging that like, you know, if you're not getting this, if you're not creating success in this way, then, you know, it's you. Like there's something wrong with you. Once I learned that I was highly sensitive, like I said, I had to like really do the work on my own and kind of put two and two together. And I was like, well, no, I can be successfully self-employed, but I'm going to have to go about things in a very different way. And, um, and there's such value in that one for, if there's a person who does desire something like being self-employed, you, you can do it in a different way, but also from a leader perspective, right? Even leading as a parent, which you so beautifully described is not everyone on your team, not everyone in your family is going to be the same. So how do we work with the strengths that everyone brings to the table? So what are some of the unique things, and I don't want you to spill all your secrets, right? But what 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 are some of the things that you could do if somebody's listening and they're, you know, and they are high, they identify themselves as being highly sensitive and they struggle and they're an adult, right? We're talking about adults and, and successful entrepreneurs. How what are some things that they could do to to help them? Yeah, for sure. Well, first and foremost, I would say, you know, accept it and even more so embrace it. Um, the fighting against it, and as I shared, I definitely speak from experience, takes a lot of extra energy and really then 
ends up affecting and impacting the way that you're able to create, the way that you're able to produce. So that's really first and foremost, it's like, this is who I am. And then from there, it's like, just kind of diving in to learn a little bit more of like, oh, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like what are some of the unique strength aspects that I do bring to the work that I do? There's a lot of highly sensitive people who are called to be self-employed specifically in service-based businesses because of our highly sensitive nature, which definitely includes empathy as one of our strengths, right? So you kind of like, just think of the kind of like a, a rainbow, if you will, like empath, as you mentioned, is definitely like, you know, part of being highly sensitive. When you look at that and you think like, oh, okay, like I'm actually really good at what I do. I feel called to do it because of who I am as a highly sensitive. How can that extend to things like marketing or selling or operations? What is a way that I can perhaps approach those things differently from my strengths perspective? And I don't have to just do them in the way that somebody who's not highly sensitive is doing them. And that's really where I would recommend starting, right? Like just accept, embrace, acknowledge, and then begin to adapt. That's great. Great advice. And, you know, and that's advice for a lot of people always kind of go your own route. It doesn't always have to be the status quo, right? Everything in life is way too rigid, rigid. And if we, and if we are really authentically ourselves, we bring in a uniqueness to whatever business we're running or whatever it is that we're doing. That's not like anything else. And that is how you stand out. Absolutely. Which is which is difficult as a highly sensitive person to stand out. Like you're yeah. the you're you you're a dichotomy here. Like it's exactly. you know successful exactly. entrepreneur, be out there type A, but at the same time very sensitive and kind of yeah. want to stay within. Right. But again, you can do it in a way, believe me, I have, right? And so many others that I mentor have as well. You can do it in a way that isn't just that type A or extrovert way, which I'm glad you mentioned that earlier too, because being highly sensitive doesn't always mean being introverted and being introverted doesn't always mean being highly sensitive. So again, there we can open the box. That's all, right? You can open the box and there can be ways with which to follow your heart, follow your passion, you know, what it is that you're meant to bring to the world through through being self-employed without having to go the type A hustle way. And I would say, especially now, right? Like there's just so much that's changing, that's, you know, disrupting. And we have the opportunity, I really believe, as highly sensitive to bring something to the table, to bring something new to the conversation. And that includes the conversation of being in business. That's great. I love it. You know, it is a new world out there. And, you know, I think, you know, I think in frequencies and vibrations, and I think our planet has physically elevated in the last 20 years, and my kids are part of it. And, uh, you know, I think being highly sensitive is part of that change and how we operate. You know, it's evolution. And I, I truly believe that sensitivity is because we're more in tune 
with our planet and with our universe, but there's no instructions on how to do it, right? <laughs> no instructions. I say that all the time. Like we are the pioneers. And I so appreciate that you said 20 years because this is my 20th year of being self-employed. I and, love it. Right? <laughs> That's and, great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like what a difference from like when I started to now and not just in myself, but like when I tell people, I was like, yeah, when I started my business, there was no social media, right? Not only was there no social media, there was no YouTube. So like, that's the time frame that we're talking here. Um, and we, yeah, things are meant Is to it, change. It, it has changed. Our, our society has changed significantly yes. in 20 years. Yes. Yes. So how is that pivoting over the, that time? Like, how is that pivoting what you did before to how we are today with everything is just thrown at you, you know, in small snippets, right? Like 10, 10 minutes shots or discussions or like our 15 minute podcast, because no one has an attention span for an hour anymore. Um, and everybody's so busy, right? How have you pivoted to support what you're doing? Uh, I so appreciate that word. That is so key. And it's not even just about the how to pivot. It's about the willingness to pivot. And truly as highly sensitives, when we're working from our strengths, we're actually poised to be able to pivot because one of our top, top strengths is intuition. So in all like smackdown honesty, there's so much that I do and decisions that I make based on my intuition. And it's what has allowed me to like sustain through all of the changes throughout 20 years um, to be able to pivot when necessary, like whether internal or external pandemic. So like huge example, right? But it's so, so present that um, years ago, I started for myself a practice that I refer to as intuitive planning. And then I actually started teaching it to the members in my highly sensitive leadership training programs about, I guess, like five years now. And Oh my gosh, like what a difference that has made to not just say again, like, oh, I'm highly sensitive or I'm an empath, but oh, when it comes to business planning, we have to go do it the way that those people who are not highly sensitive teach to do it. But you can actually use your intuition to business and life plan. So I would say that is one of, yeah, one of the major keys that has allowed me to sustain and I really believe will allow me to continue to sustain because again pivot is the name of the game nobody knows right now what's coming down the pike and we all have to pretend I'm excuse me we all have to stop pretending that we should know right, right. but instead develop the skills to be able to adjust adapt pivot as needed yeah yeah this this and you you nailed it in this day Every industry, I don't care what kind of industry you are, whether it's sports or energy or, uh, you know, the media, media, marketing, it doesn't matter what industry, everything is upside down. It's a crapshoot. It really it is. is. And it really you have is. To, 
you can you can forecast based on the always whatever it is you're trying to do or plan but you really have to be on top of your game to stay ahead that's the skill that is it that is it there is no predictability there's no formula i just keep saying that with all the you know the the noise that i see on social that says yes yes you can have a formula no 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 formula but what you can do is you can especially as a person who's highly sensitive really develop those strengths that will absolutely support and lead you forward regardless of what's happening and that is just what i teach over and over and over again it's great if somebody we're we're out of time, but real quick, if somebody is running a business and they hear the episode and then, you know, they're like, wait, I think I'm sensitive. What's like a 100%. If you do this, you are highly sensitive and you need to call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, first I would say, take the assessment that's on my website. It's totally free and you'll get a free success guide that will help you with that. Um, so you can do that. But I would say probably like, you know, just the description that you shared, like of your son is like, you know, it might not be for you that you have difficulty touching crayons, but you just, I uh, just, my upstate just came out crayons, crayons. <laughs> um, but you know, that you recognize like, oh, I do have a different uh, impact or with sensitivity, such as like, I hear things differently. I might register things as too loud, or I can maybe hear things when someone's talking that somebody else can't, or I have a different connection to fabric or wow. When I have too much information coming at me, I can feel not just, you know, like a to-do list sense of overwhelm, but I feel it in my physical body. Anything along those lines, that's probably an indicator, you know, take the assessment, start to again, like just acknowledge, embrace, right? And then, you know, work with the fact that you are highly sensitive and just really, really know it, it, it doesn't need to hold you back. That's great. Accept it. We all have to accept who we are, but then leverage it to our benefit. Yeah, yeah so well said. That's great. Where can people find you? Businessmiracles.com. www.businessmiracles.com. Fantastic. Well, it's been great having you on the show, Heather. I really appreciate it. I love getting to know you. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.